This episode is brought to you by Old Forester Bourbon. It's been the same great bourbon for over 150 years. People have enjoyed it in zoot suits, bell-bottom jeans, and parachute pants. And it's been described across generations as the bee's knees, far out, and even fire. Simply put, it's a bourbon that never gets old. Learn more at oldforester.com. Please drink responsibly. It never gets old. Old Forester Straight Bourbon Whiskey, 45% alcohol by volume. Old Forester Distilling Company, Louisville, Kentucky. Old Forester is a registered trademark. Copyright 2022. Welcome to Stuff to Blow Your Mind, a production of iHeartRadio. Hi, my name is Robert Lamb, and this is The Monster Fact, a short-form series from Stuff to Blow Your Mind, focusing in on mythical creatures, ideas, and monsters in time. If you haven't caught Jordan Peele's new sci-fi horror film, Nope Yet, I recommend you go watch it right now. At least if you're a fan of Peele's previous films, as well as that feeling of being utterly creeped out in a movie theater, and even more creeped out when you leave that movie theater. It's not for the faint of heart, but I think it's must-see viewing for sci-fi and horror fans. But don't worry. I'm going to make sure that there's a clear line in this episode between non-spoiler and spoiler content as we proceed here, because this is one you really want to go in fresh on if you choose to see it. First of all, generally speaking, I really enjoyed this film. Peel is one of the most interesting directors working today, and Nope is the sort of picture that would generally captivate me if it had come out in any previous decade, though the social nuances would have been different uh, for sure. For instance, I can imagine someone like Larry Cohen having done a picture like this in the 1970s. One can easily imagine the 1950s variation as well, and of course, our 2022 version is perfectly poignant. Uh, as well. Skeletally, it is a B-movie sci-fi feature with a great twist, but there is some great flesh on those bones as well in the form of Peel's social commentary, a top-notch cast, and exceptional cinematography. Okay, now let's get to the spoilery stuff. You've been warned. Here we go. Three, two, one. As various reviewers have already pointed out, Nope is a movie about society's relationship to spectacle. All the main characters have film industry connections, and Steve Young's character, Ricky, is the one I found the most poignant. As a child actor, it's revealed the character experienced a terrifying and traumatic experience on the set of a 90s sitcom. The show's central chimpanzee actor snapped and killed or mutilated all of Ricky's co-stars before security finally moved in and put the creature down right in front of young Ricky. As an adult, Ricky has found ways to profit off of that event, but clearly hasn't fully dealt with all the underlying trauma. But now he has a new obsession. A UFO is abducting horses on his California ranch, and he's decided to spin this phenomenon off into a live, ticketed spectacle, the Star Lasso Experience. In the film's great twist, the UFO descends early during one of these live events, and a startling revelation occurs. It is not a ship but a single predatory organism. It proceeds to suck Ricky, his family, and all of the audience members up into itself and consume them in a horrifying sequence that I found and still find particularly unsettling. 
This plot twist reminds me a lot of the twist in the 1968 Jeffrey Household novel Dance of the Dwarves, in which an anthropologist in South America thinks he is attempting to communicate with a tribe of pygmies in the jungle, only to realize far too late that the beings are in fact a species of predatory giant otter with a taste for human blood. In both Nope and Dance of the Dwarves, protagonists set out under the assumption that the spectacle they chase is something that can be, if not communicated with, then at least controlled or even exploited to some degree. The anthropologist character thinks he can offer beads to the mysterious dwarves in the forest. Ricky thinks he can keep the UFO at arm's length and pacified with horses. Nope's central characters, OJ and Emerald Haywood, played by Daniel Kaluuya and Kiki Palmer, likewise see the UFO as something they can capture or film for profit. They all finally realize, and again, some much too late, that their theory of mind is incorrect in this matter, and that they face a predatory animal intellect that only sees them as food. Chilling stuff. Now that we're discussing Nope purely as a monster film, and it is a a very memorable monster film, let's talk about the monster itself. We see more and more of the monster as the movie progresses, as is, is, of course, uh, the law concerning these things. And it's revealed at last to be some manner of billowy air creature that brings to mind some of the alien art of Wayne Barlow and concepts of the sorts of sky jellies that might conceivably live within the clouds of gas giants. And while this is entirely speculative uh, biology here for an aerial creature, its anatomy does bring to mind various creatures that thrive in aquatic habitats of the natural world. Plus, its method of inhaling its prey through a vortex brings to mind the suction feeding method of many fish. They rapidly expand the inside of their mouths to create a pressure gradient to draw water and prey directly into their gaping maws. The speed at which some fish perform this feat is incredible. Consider the bay pipefish, which can inhale small crustaceans and other prey in as little as two milliseconds. So in a sci-fi horror film like Nope, uh, in a scenario that involves the surface world, this feeding method is entirely horrific. In Earth's oceans, lakes, and rivers, however, it's just business as usual. Tune in for additional episodes of The Monster Fact or The Artifact each week. As always, you can email us at contact at stufftoblowyourmind.com. Stuff to Blow Your Mind is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts are wherever you listen to your favorite shows. The Happiness Formula a new series from One Day University explains the science of satisfaction. I'm Mike Coscarelli, and I'll be guiding you through the expertise of Professor Barry Schwartz. Millions watched his TED Talk videos to understand why it's so hard to find happiness. People are not as good at identifying what makes them happy as you might hope. Listen to The Happiness Formula every Tuesday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.